I'm getting increasingly more annoyed by the amount of sounds that are occurring in my neighborhood to the point where yesterday birds were chirping birds beautiful birds singing their song in the dawn and i was like shut the fuck up because all night there's car alarms and there's dogs and then there's some fucking asshole with a motorcycle at 11:30 at night every fucking night just all through and then some douchebag with his fucking like car like a little fucking civic that sounds like a hippopotamus shitting in the wind and I, I I just can't take and then today I'm walking out into the parking lot and there's like a hum it's like a small like low level hum where it's barely noticeable but it is still noticeable and you're just wondering like is this it is this like the fucking super weapon is it getting pointed at us is this like is this the fucking heat ray like what is this going on like I don't understand fucking six o'clock in the morning six o'clock in the morning there's fucking garbage trucks just picking up the, the garbage bins and then just tossing down on, on the ground like a body slam it's just so much noise i can't get a decent night's rest i had to confess something though when you said like you're mad at birds chirping my mind immediately went to picturing you as like a disney animation and like waking up in the morning and birds just chirping and you just like hurling some shit shut the fuck up like, that's all i pictured <laughs> That's, and I was uh, stuck in that for like maybe like everything we were talking after that. I mean, that's not too far off from where I was. Yeah. Coming to you live from Ed's living room, you're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. I will say this, though. I like where I live because of like all the food and all like the places to go and all like like I got easy access to grocery stores and shit like that. Yeah. You got to you got to bun me like on every block. Mhm. <laughs> but um everything about my apartment complex I hate. Like, everything? Pretty much. Or right, everything. Everything. That's Like there's nothing there's nothing really redeemable about it. I'm not like like when whenever uh someone wants to come over Mm-hmm. I'm always like, eh, can we go to your place instead? Oh, damn. Because I just don't like it. I don't sign, like my place. Sign, sign me like a castle? No. Damn. Like, no. Is the rent good at least? No. I mean, it's not bad. You might got to move, dog. I do need to move. But yeah, I here's, here's the reason why I can't move. I don't really make a lot of money. Yeah. That, that, is, that is a very rate limiting factor. And the money that I do make is all under the table. So, oh, so yeah, if I do make money, you can't report that shit. Can't report it because Uncle Sam's like, "Hey, yeah, I see you." Yeah. So what's my cut at? Though? Right. Yeah. No, you, so I'm kind of stuck. Mm. Damn, because like I don't like this apartment has its downs too. Like I hate my dryer. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta dryer. run shit in there like six times. It should be not six times, but maybe like realistically like three times, three which times. is a lot. That's a lot. For That's a, a lot. For That's a lot like, of energy. Yes, yeah, a lot. I gotta, I gotta do that. Like sometimes I don't even like check it. Like it'll do the first load. I don't even. I just like put the knob back, just hit start. Like, I know it's not dry. Have you ever thought about just holding up a a clothesline outside on your patio? Oh, that'll piss people off. And just drying. But, I, but I've thought line? about that though. I've thought about like just like 
throwing like a like a grappling hook type of thing to like another balcony mm-hmm. and just like having and just having shit just yeah yeah i've thought about that why not i'm like y'all this dryer's not great so this is my alternative it really does pay dividends when you have a washer and dryer in unit because mm-hmm. i had to do laundry last night and i had to go to my laundromat which is like just around the corner yeah but it's still just not convenient at all access i remember i remember i I knew someone who had a washer dryer thing like they had that same setup where it was like just on the compass but not in their apartment Mm -hmm. i said people like would pee in there sometimes like in the washing machines yes yeah like it's in the machines yeah i don't know i don't like you just you woke up and chose chaos all you did like i don't even know why you would do that dude but someone yeah like they sit there will have to watch for that sometimes i'm just like yo that's just I can't even imagine that is just, yeah. what like, kind of wow. state I would have to be in in order to pee into a washing machine. You wake up and choose chaos. Like, you're, jerk, you're joker level. Like you're going to pee yeah. in a washing machine? Like, what do you, like, how I, how do you redeem this story in your life? Like, where do you go that's better from here? Like, you peed in a, you peed in a public washing machine. Like, you're just, like, there's not much. Like, I guess you run for president? I don't know. Like, <laughs> Like, where else do you go from there? I will say that I remember I was walking downtown one time, and, you know, if you've ever worked or, you know, frequent downtown Houston, you know how aggravating the parking situation is. Yeah. With, between parking on the street or parking in the lot or whatever, like, mm. you're you're paying out the ass yeah, to, to pay. Yeah, to park in Houston. To park in Houston. Which is, like, it's just all in the surface area in Houston. And it's all, like, any, if you know... Downtown Houston has just recently started to become a little bit more palatable, yeah. but there were years where it was a ghost town, mm-hmm. and you were just like, "Why am I paying two dollars an hour uh, for for this shit?" Oh, that's great! You can get two dollars an hour now. That's yeah. amazing. No, it is. But anyway, um, I remember I was walking downtown, and, and this was like in the midst of my own personal war with the Houston Parking Authority. I had that war too. And I saw one of those fancy schmancy new solar powered parking meters with all the buttons on the front, and it was. Mattered with human shit. Whoa, human shit. And somebody took you know those um those newspapers that come in the mail that give all the coupons and deals and shit like that. Somebody the green sheet. Yeah, the green sheet. Somebody wiped their ass with that and stuffed it into the little slot where those free seat comes out. And I said, that's pretty good work. Wow, I could appreciate that. Someone was more fed up with the HPA than I had been. Now, I don't know if it was a direct attack. I don't know if it was, um, you know, because of, you know, parking meter rates or whatever like that, or they just needed somewhere to shit. But no, that was, that either was, way, kudos. That was not a random shit attack. Like, that was just like, I would say that it was until you you stuff a green sheet into the slot. Where's like, the most random place you've ever seen someone take a shit? Oh, like I've witnessed? Yeah, with your own eyes. Okay. Um, most random place. Could be at a party, in the woods. Yeah, it was. It was at a party, like at the. It was like it was like outside the outside of the house, mm-hmm. and it was very awkward because I was like walking out there just to. I was walking out there. You like, were gonna take a shit. I wasn't take a shit. Oh, I mean, there's a bathroom inside. Like, but I didn't have to take a shit because I'm not. I don't. I know not to go. Go to um party with the full tank. Yep. Like, it's not what you do. Yeah. So I've, I've never had that issue because I'm just like, if I got to go, I'm going to go before I go to this party because you never know what the bathroom is going to be like. Yeah, when right. You go there. You don't, and you don't know what the snacks are going to be. could be a lot of dairy exactly. happening. Yeah, so yeah. I don't, I don't, I've never had that issue because like, I just know before I go. Yeah. So like, I remember just going outside just to get some air 
And I looked to my, I looked to the side of me, and I saw him, and we locked eyes for a second. I just looked away. <laughs> <laughs> Had an intimate moment. It was, yeah, it was weird because like I saw, I saw the squat. I saw. Was me. it dark outside? It was dark outside. Yeah. But I just saw a body squatting. That is frightening. It's yeah, no, it was very weird. Now I'm just like, cause I looked, I looked away, like, cause like you don't want to keep staring at that, you know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. see someone just squatting on the wall, yeah. and you know it's like his pants are down. You see like the cheeks. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, I don't, I, I didn't see that. I just, uh, and I like looked away. Yeah. And I kind of, I looked up for a second. And I was like. Just walk inside. So I just walked back inside the house. I was like, it's, I don't hear this bad. <laughs> I was driving, again, downtown Houston. And you know on, I think it's Crawford, where it leads into I-10. Mm-hmm. And those uh, support beams underneath the freeway. Oh. You know how, where uh, a lot of the uh, homeless population kind of gathers mm-hmm. in that area. There was this one lady. Uh, she was rather large. And she was using the support beam as sort of like a combination of a bidet and the toilet. So she shit on the beam and like, so it just like splattered underneath her. And then she kind of like stood up with like her, like the beam in between her cheeks. And she just kind of like wiped her butt with the beam. If anyone's eating breakfast right now, sorry, I'm so sorry. Sorry. I'm really sorry. Sorry if you're having chocolate. I'll be eating that for breakfast though. Yeah. You, Cocoa you, puffs. You should, I don't know. Well, there you go. Cocoa Bob. You got me. Uh, that, that, or, or if you're drinking coffee. Look, I'm, we're really sorry. Yeah. We're but if really you're drinking sorry. coffee, coffee is really just a means to take a shit. Yeah. The, the, yeah. We're, we're, we're just giving you like a preview to what's, what's happening later in your day. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, how was your week? It was... Um, One of those weeks, huh? Yeah, it was busy. I got a storage unit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I mean, because I have to like, because uh, I, I won't be I won't be here that much longer. Do you want to talk about it? A little bit. Let's, let's, uh, I guess we should spill the beans. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, I won't be, I think as, as, as of probably March. Yeah. I, I won't be living here anymore. Yeah. Like, I'll have to, I'll be in, um. Ed's moving. Yeah. Far away. Yeah. And so he's, we've talked about what that means for the future of the show. Uh-huh. And we have kind of settled on, we have an idea of what we're going to do. Yeah. We don't have like a plan. Where I'm going, I won't be there a lot just because it's, I'm going to be in Nacogdoches. Yeah. And there's nothing there. And even I went there this week, the, like yesterday, mm-hmm. and I also affirmed that there's nothing there. Like I went to, I, there's a school there, and that's it. People shouldn't be living here. Like no one should live in Nacogdoches. It's a really like Texas is a really weird state. It's so weird. Like you have places like Houston, and places like Austin, mm-hmm. you know, San Antonio. Mm-hmm. You have Dallas. Like you have these places that are just like bastions of like thriving with people, with culture and yes. human activity, and just you know. Commerce, and then you have Nacogdoches. You have these swaths of land, yeah, of just nothing. Like how do people, like yeah? Then you have like yeah, like Nacogdoches. You have like Beaumont, dude. You have, there's like, literally a town called Flatonia. Yeah, it's in the name, flat. Yeah, it's just <laughs> no hills, right? And there's it's, nothing there. Yeah, like I remember, I had to, to pass, I had to pass through Lufkin to get to Nacogdoches. I had to pass through nothing 
to, to get, get to, to nothing. No, like it's, it's just like what the fuck. So I'll be here frequently, just because I don't want to be in nothing. Right. But at the same time, it's just like it will change how we do things. It will change the show a little bit. Yeah. Um, we're gonna try to do things a little bit more efficiently as in terms of making use of your time while you're here because right. you don't want to be spending. I got to make a count. You got to make a count. So you don't want to be spending all day, uh, you know, sitting in front of a microphone. Like you want to make sure you're with, you're 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 spreading your time wisely with people that I care about, right? That are not in Nacogdoches, right? Yeah. So. Um. But also, you know, you got to be there Monday morning too. So. Well, not this Monday morning. Not this Monday morning, but, but yeah, most gotta, Monday mornings. Yeah, I got to be there, and you know, because you know, I'm doing. I'm like I'm doing. I'm like. It's I guess it's almost like poetic that this is my job now mm-hmm. because like we I've read on anti vaxxers mm-hmm. and now my job is just to give vaccine to people <laughs> in an area that would if I had to make a guess would be rather uh, apprehensive to vaccinations a bit a bit um, yeah so I am going to be doing like, the giving COVID nineteen vaccine to you know. Which I would call rural area. That's easily a rural area to me. Like I, it's very. Unusual. I would say an unclassified area. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's, <laughs> it's like barely on a map. Like there's no bars. Yeah. It's dead zone everywhere. Oh, that's a good question. Like, do you get service? Yeah, out there? I get I get service. It's not that bad. Okay. Like yeah, because there's still a college out there. There's still like like Stephen F. Austin's. Like it's still a college out there. Right. Okay. So I still get that much, but there's not much more than that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's Nacogdoches. It's no, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's just a very it was a very long drive. I hated it, um, and I and I and I went there and yeah, I want to be giving vaccine, which is I mean I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of cool to be if there's any redeeming part about this is that like I'll be giving like these shots to like long term care facilities. And, yeah, like, you're gonna be giving it to people that need, yeah. need it the most. Yeah, I'm gonna be helping to stop this thing like actively helping stop this thing so right. that part i think is pretty cool like i can't it is very cool man yeah so i think i mean i do like that it i'm doing good. that so. it's very good um it just sucks that you have to do it where you're doing it yeah i mean it's six months to a year so probably be probably a year just the way things are going mm-hmm. <laughs> it'd probably be the year more than six months so mm-hmm. yeah but you know still better than nothing yeah so that was my my week was basically be driving down there on Friday, that sucks. Getting a storage unit to like try to keep up my stuff, which is yeah, because like I mean, I'm, I think I was talking to Amanda about it because she's in Mexico right now, being a bad bitch. I saw that. Yeah, she's being a bad bitch out there. A lot of shit is happening down there. Yeah, she's being a bad bitch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it's her birthday. You know, it's her birthday. We her, her birthday. Bir- when is her birthday actually? Twenty sixth. It's not her birthday yet. Okay. But like, she's celebrating her birthday now. So I mean, yeah, she should do that. Are but, you like, what are you guys gonna do for her birthday? I don't even like. I might. I'm, I might make her dinner, get her stuff. But like, there's no way we could really to do or go yeah. at this point. So like, the, the options are limited. Unless you go to Mexico. Yeah. Well, she's there now. <laughs> so just go back. <laughs> just go- <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Um, but, yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Um, I rewatched uh, Avengers Endgame. Oh, did you? This week? I watched a lot of stuff this week. Okay. And I found it to be, one, just as entertaining as it was the first time I saw it. Right. And I found it, I, I almost forgot how satisfying it was to watch 
uh, Captain America beat the brakes off of Thanos with the with Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something very like rewarding about that moment. I mean, not just the whole ten years waiting for that moment to happen, watching all the movies, but just the physicality of it. Like Thanos was kind of this, uh, you know, pompous, arrogant, egotistical, uh, you know, asshole that, you know, you just wanted to see him get his ass kicked, like pure and simple. And you just wanted to see him get beat up. And then here's fucking Captain America using the power of Mjolnir to just beat the shit up. But even then, at that point, after that happened, um, you know, you still didn't feel like Thanos was still very humble. You know, you felt like he still had a lot of, uh, a lot of kick left in his step. He definitely did. And then the the Scarlet Witch comes in and she's just pissed off it. She's like, You took everything away from me. And he's like, I don't even fucking know who you are. Again, <laughs> arrogant, like, who are you? <laughs> arrogant to a T. You know what I'm saying? Like doesn't even regard her or her yeah. feelings or anything like that. But then she just basically like almost nearly rips him apart. And you're just like, fuck yeah, let's see this. Let's see this shit happen. Let's see fine fuck. And then he's just like rain fire. And it, you know, he he tries to um you know, you you know you you find out that he is willing to uh you know um ex- you know sp- kill his uh his troops yeah. his supporters right uh just to um uh, you know win get yeah. the upper hand in the battle you know what I'm he doesn't even care about winning the fight he just wants to live he just wants to survive he wants to come out the winner you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying and then and then Captain Marvel Captain Marvel comes in and then she goes toe to toe with him you know and she matches him in in strength and in in you know tenacity and you know he's a little uh taken aback by how strong he is she is because you know he goes to headbutt her and she doesn't even flinch and he's like oh fuck i'm not gonna be able to beat her i have a a massive head i have a massive head and then she just even she didn't even flinch she ate that shit like she did like like it didn't like bang out of place nothing right yeah just boom right there so he has the result a resort to uh you know taking one of the power the the power stone and and punching her in the face you know not necessarily cheating but you know not necessarily it's playing not, it's not fair either. Thanos, though. Yeah, it, he's it, also he's also getting jumped though. By the way, like he's getting well, but, but beyond all that, yeah, he's uh, you know not necessarily playing fair. But the thing, the the, the thing that beats Thanos in the end, it wasn't uh, you know magic and it wasn't godlike strength and it wasn't cosmic energy. It was cunning. It was simply outwitting him yeah. at the moment that mattered the most, beating him at his own game. You know, working within. Not the rules, but just fighting the fight that you know how to fight. You know, know what, you know what's gonna win. You know how to beat him. You just gotta go out there and just beat him. And then Tony Stark did that, and he fucking beat him. I don't know if there's any real relation on on real life. I don't know if we can link any parallels to that. Anything going on? But you know, it was just really great to to watch. I mean, you <laughs> you saying, I think that you saying um, he was getting his ass handed to him. He was willing to. Uh, Sacrifices supporters. Yeah, is already so he can come out on top. I think you could definitely throw the parallels. Oh that. yeah, you know what? You're right. Now yeah, that I think so about you definitely it, could. Yeah, there's something there. But as a comic, as a as as a fan of the comics, I was I was very satisfied to see like Scarlet Witch finally get like okay, this is what Scarlet Witch is. Have doing. you watched Wandavision yet? I've not watched it yet. Come on, man. It's I just wanna talk you, about it. I know, but it's just the thing that they they do in the episode thing. I'm gonna I, yeah, watch it. They yeah, do. They, they, you know, it's just like it's hard because I'm gonna watch like three episodes. And did like, you watch Mandalorian? Mm-mm. Did you watch Magic Mike? No, I didn't. I, but I just, see, I, you never. You see, this is what I'm talking about. You never do the things that I ask you to do. I look, look. Hey, I, I, I watched all of Power. 
So please. Have you watched the new stuff? Have you watched the Book of Ghosts? Or whatever? <laughs> I watched it. Yeah. Okay. It's All just right. okay then. No, I like like Power was what like five seasons. Power was long. Give me a break, dude. Come you know on, what else man. is long? This intro. We still got to get the rest <laughs> of the show. We're twenty minutes in. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. At State Your Take. Check out the uh, State Your Take list. The playlist on Spotify. We're going to be introducing a new segment here shortly later on in the show. And check out our merch store. The Stake Your Takeaway. You can check the link in our bio for all the links on how to listen to us on different platforms and all of our stuff. Okay. We lost some greats this week. Larry King Jesus. died at the age of 87. Yeah. One of the greatest interviewers. But I mean, just someone who's been around my entire life. Just always was around. Yeah. I don't know if you've um, have you ever watched? Did you ever watch any of the Larry King interviews? I did. Any I, of the newer stuff or any of the old stuff he did on CNN? Well, I mean, I watched some of the interviews. I think what was I watched? I watched him interview people, and I saw his interview skills. But was what was really a treat was when he got interviewed by other people, mm-hmm. and I still realized how actually like naturally funny he was. Yeah, like, I got a kick out of how like his like how funny Larry King was as a like on the other side of the mic. Right. Yeah. yeah. He was always really good about you know being the butt of a joke like you could always take it um but what i really liked about larry king's interviews and it was funny because i just rewatched that interview he did with prince not too long ago Mm -hmm. um back in 1999 when prince i think he he was he had just like changed his name to the symbol Mm -hmm. and larry's just like asking him a ton of questions like so why did you do it like why the symbol like what does it mean he's just hammering all these questions but also being very endearing so it's not to sound annoying yeah and that was one of the things that he did really well was he didn't make the interview about him. Like he never looked for that gotcha moment that yeah. a lot of interviewers try to do. You know, Larry right. never did anything to try to go viral. Like he was very focused on making the guest feel comfortable. And it you can tell because Prince never did a lot of interviews. Yeah. So when he did the interview with Larry, I think it's about 40 minutes long. And about halfway through, or say in the first half of the the interview, you know, he's not He's very shy. Prince is very shy. He's not he's speaking. Guarded. He's, not, he's very yeah, guarded. Guard. I won't say shy, but he's definitely guarded. Guarded is a better way to describe it. Very guarded. Not really sure about where the interview is going. And then about halfway through, he opens up a little bit more and is having more fun with it. And that was one of the things that Larry did very well. He made his guests feel comfortable. Yeah, he, uh, he was really good at um, asking the questions without seeming like he's attacking them. So, like, which is, I guess that that's a very important skill to have as an interviewer to make sure that you can get ask the good questions without or ask the right questions without making the guests feel like oh you're just trying to make a spectacle of me or because because prince was not the one right like, he was like he like he's not the one to do that so that's why he really had to that's why only someone like larry king or of that skill level could really interview prince because if i've seen i've seen prince McCall in many interviews mm-hmm. just like yeah i'm not doing this shit right because he's not because he's not the one right <laughs> Um, so rest in peace to Larry King, man. Yeah. Uh, and then we also lost Henry Lewis Aaron, a.k.a. Hammer and Hank. Uh, Hank Aaron. Yeah. The home run king. Yeah. Uh, my namesake. I mean, there you go. Not really, but I, mean, I, always, I used to tell people that I was named after Hank Aaron, but it's not true. What's your last name? Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the real story of how I got my name is not as, <laughs> it's pretty actually sad. But um, <laughs> Hank Aaron. 755 home runs, I think he ended up with. I believe so. 755, and then Barry Bonds uh, got 7,000 or whatever it was. With the asterisks or whatever. With the asterisks. But um, they were talking about him on PTI, mm. 
and you know, Wilbon and Kornheiser, they love talking about old sports guys. Because they're old guys. Because they're old guys. But they really did do it justice when they replayed the 715 home run video. And I just so happened to be sitting with my dad. And it, not going to lie, it did make me a little emotional because you realize what was happening in that moment where Hank Aaron beat the record, Babe Ruth's record, Babe Ruth, a white guy, mm. and Hank Aaron, a black guy, and he beat the home run record in Atlanta. Yeah. In like not too long ago segregated South. Yeah. And then he had white guys running on the field cheering him on, man. Like it was a fucking beautiful moment. Yeah. And it reminds you how important sports can be. And, you know, he did great activism work his entire life all the way up to the very end. And mm-hmm. I'm really glad he got to see the uh, Kamala Harris inauguration on Wednesday. Um, I am too. I'm like, yeah, no, that's really dope. Uh, Hank Aaron's story to me is always one that like, it always kind of like made me mad about things because it's like it's one thing to hear like Malcolm X have to go through, you know, issues of race and like you know trying to break through barriers or like Martin Luther King mm-hmm. or like you know Stokely Carmichael or um or like you know just all these figures that you see James Baldwin like mm-hmm. people have to go through you know trying to break through you know the lines of color and issue but it's like I just don't I, it always makes me mad when someone's doing something like just playing baseball right. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't. Like, he's just playing baseball. That's all he wanted to do. Like, and it's not even like he wasn't even the first to do it. This is this is after Jackie Robinson. Like mm-hmm. he's just out here playing baseball. He's just being good at what he does. Yeah. Like it should have to be this hard to do that, and this is hard to do that. Yeah. So it always like because they were talking about like how graceful he was. I'm like he didn't have to be that. He could, he could just play baseball. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm I'm glad that he was, and I'm thankful for everything he did. I'm like he didn't have to be those things. It's just he's just playing baseball. And he was a great baseball player. Exactly. And I think that really gets lost on a lot of people because of the home runs. Like, yeah. he wasn't a power hitter, you know, by any stretch, but he was a consistent hitter. Exactly. So he was hitting like, you know, 30, 40 home runs a season for almost his entire career. Yeah. It's, it's weird because, like, he has to, he became this racial figure because he was, because how good he was at it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like he didn't, there are a lot of other players that played that weren't that weren't as good as Hank Aaron but they still have to deal with all the shit yeah. it's like when he goes over or goes to like and challenges a white man's record it becomes this thing and it's like he's just being good at baseball yeah he should be he should be celebrated for just being great yeah and not just for being a great black baseball player right but you know still here, here we are here we are <laughs> so that's why it's kind of like uh, I don't know like but uh, it's sad that he but, I mean I guess everyone has a time mm-hmm. and you know he was a great ambassador of the game so yep. I mean like I said, he didn't have to be, but he was. Right. You know, so. Thankful that he was, too. Thankful that he was. Um, do you want to hear the actual story about how I got my name? Sure. Uh, my parents uh, bought a book of baby names. Mm-hmm. They opened it up, and the first name was Aaron, and they said, that'll do. Double A, right at the top. Damn. We want to say a happy trails to Philip Rivers. Yeah, the um, all-pro quarterback and birth control conspiracy theorist <laughs> <laughs> has has called it a, has, has called it a career 
you know that man has made a ton of money and a ton of babies. Well, I was gonna say, you know, he's made a ton of money yes. because he's retiring and he has like seven kids. He has a shit ton of kids, man. And <laughs> like, you know, we know that like a, a kid, a single kid, is like a hundred grand, like throughout lifetime. And they're all good. He's like, they they're all they're all fine. They're all going to fucking college. They're all gonna be fine. They're all healthy. Yeah. Um, uh, but shout to him, man. Um, you know, he didn't have the the, you know, the the pomp and circumstance of a Tom Brady or a Peyton Manning nah. in his career. But, you know, he was always in the conversation of like, hey, what's Philip Rivers up to this season? He was always like one thing I will give him that he was always fun to watch because even when his teams were bad, like he he always like he, because he was there, it was, you could never just go to the charge and just walk out with a dub. Like you can never play them and just think oh, I'm going to win this game because he was always in the field. Yeah, he was always like getting to the fourth quarter. He's kind of like what Deshaun Watson is now for the Texans. Okay. Like he, like he's that he, like you can't. Let's, just, let's not let's not curse Deshaun Watson with that kind of. I mean, career just if yet. He, if he stays here, that might be what it looks like. <laughs> he may have a chance to get out. Someone said that uh, Philip Rivers' career is uh, is basically he's always uh, down by ten and it's third and long. That's kind of like I think I, think, I want to say Grant told me that. Might have been. It might have been. So that check that on your bingo board. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, like he he was always entertaining because the fact that like he he was he was he was a tough quarterback. He was mm-hmm. always hyper competitive. He always played like a high. He was he was he was a high level player throughout his entire career, and he was a prolific shit talker. Right. Yeah. So he was he was always fun to watch. It's really interesting when guys with that kind of face <laughs> have you know a a history of being shit talkers. Like Larry Bird still baffles me. Like. You look at Larry Bird, old pictures of Larry Bird, and like creepy mustache aside, he and looks, mullet, and mullet, he looks like a fine fellow. Yeah, not cosmopolitan by any stretch, but blue collar, you know, uh, uh, Indiana boy, just Indiana like, yeah. corn fed Midwestern, you know, salt of the earth kind of guy. Yeah, but then you talk to guys that played with him, and he's like, he had the dirtiest mouth <laughs> and said the meanest things. He to was me. talking that shit <laughs> all the time. You're just like that, Larry. Because the thing about like the thing about Larry Bird is like Larry Bird wasn't mic'd up. No, Philip Rivers is mic'd up, and he still had the gall to say what he, <laughs> he said. He didn't give a fuck. Did like, not give a fuck about you. Like he was talking shit to like the middle linebacker after he got hit. He he he, he would get hit. He would go down talking shit and get up talking shit. I respect it. No, as I'm saying, he was always fun to watch. Like even if he even if his teams weren't that great, these teams could go like four and twelve. But like if the trash game was on and he's out there, I watch it. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So I'll miss him. Miss him. Happy trails. Okay, let's talk inauguration real quick. Oh man, uh, you know we we've we've seen all the takes, we've seen all the the memes, we've seen the looks, the Michelle Obama looks, I mean, the look, J Lo looks, look, the man. Kamala looks. We've seen all the looks. You've seen the drip. So, the drip. The drip was immaculate. It was. It the drip was. didn't take a back seat. They look. They 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 are. They look like retired superheroes. Did you see? Uh, I think it was. Kam- I think it was Kamala's nephew or maybe cousin oh, with the Dior with the ones. Dior ones. Damn. Somebody spotted it out and was the like, drip "Yo, was who on had it? display, yo? You got to show up." The, I mean, yeah, you're you at the inauguration. Like, I'm not yeah. even mad. I was not mad at it. I was like, "Did you watch it live?" It's a lot to watch live. I just watched like high points. And stuff. I watch. I literally watched. Uh, I I saw. When um, uh, Lady Gaga came out, okay, sang the national anthem, and then Jen- Jennifer Lopez came out and sang, uh, "Let's Get Loud." 
Yeah. <laughs> so uh, not, not choice. <laughs> I don't know like how this happened. But listen, listen. Here I'm, we not, are. I'm not saying 2021 <laughs> is on 2020 levels of like surprise. Here we are. But though. that was certainly unexpected. I was like, okay, this this is what we're doing. That's what's um, up. <laughs> and then uh, and then I saw the the. Kamala and Joe Biden getting sworn in, mm-hmm. and then I saw Joe Biden's speech, and that was pretty much all I saw. Yeah. But I did see a lot of people talking about the uh, the poet. Yeah. Um. Do you have her name? I don't have her name. I don't remember her name. But I know she's wearing yellow. She also, the drip was still on display with her too. Like. I'm gonna look it up right now. But uh, what were your thoughts on the whole thing? Um. The, like on the on the inauguration, like yeah. I said, like it's no. What else are we talking about, Ed? I mean, I'm just saying, like it was it was cool to see um the Obamas back at the Capitol. Amanda Gorman, that's her Amanda name. Amanda Gorman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was it was cool. It was to seeing the Obamas back at the Capitol is like I feel like that's kind of like when you see an ex that you fucked it up with, Woo! and like they just got there and it's like you know you're like you, it's like damn you look you look good nah you look good. <laughs> Did you see the dude on the timeline this week? He was like, text your ex, you were the only one that understood me, and see what happens. And it was just, it was chaotic. It was chaotic. But yeah, I mean, I love it's seeing like, man, I love yeah. seeing uh, them back. Yeah, seeing them back in the, I like, yeah, and I mean, and Michelle just kind of like, just, just, I mean. Just killing them. Yeah. Just killing them. Like I can't, you can't even see your face, and you just know there's a lot of there's a lot, there's a lot of fine on under underneath all a that. A lot of it. A lot of fine. You see how much effort put into that hair that she had? Man, it's laid, voluminous. Yeah, it was immaculate. Like and oh, every man. and like I said, like everyone looked good though. Like everyone, everyone looked. Good. Everyone, everyone was in was good great, spirits. Man. Everyone was happy. That was the thing that was so different. Was everyone was really just happy. Not that it was hap- not to be there, or just that it was happening. That's like, a, it was actually happening. Yeah, like uh, I, I was, I was like, I was just kind of like just taking the. I was, like, I was like the coat game, like everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't know where these coats are coming from, but like everyone's coat game was just on point. Very Hunger Games ish. Yeah, fashion. I'm saying like they look like they look like retired superheroes. Yeah, like, they look like they were just. May the odds be ever in your favor. Yeah, I was like, okay. This Lady is... Gaga had that brooch. You see that brooch of yeah. that bird? It was very. Uh, what was it? what's the fucking is it a hummingbird in the? <laughs> yeah, yeah I think so. it, it was like all right. Yeah. Is she gonna tell us like we're divided into districts now? Right. Like, the dish, the drip was on display. Yes, Tough. it was great. It was great. I um, you know, I was uh watching it on my phone because I was with clients that morning. But um, you know, every once in a while we would peek in just to see what was going on. But you know, it was just a, it was a fine, fine thing that yeah. that happened. It was funny, like because you know, day one, like. Biden gives his speech and he like condemns white supremacy like out the out, out, out the gate mm-hmm. and then like you hear people responding it's like it's like look he's not he didn't he didn't call you out but hit dogs holler <laughs> yeah so it's like I and, st- I still can't believe that we're on that <laughs> argument level like we're still arguing about well what does it mean to denounce white supremacy why don't you deni- it, why don't you denounce antifa you want us to denounce anti-fascism he said what he said like that's all like, i hope he, i hope he doesn't walk it back it wasn't clarify like why he would said, he walk it back he's like seven, I, eight that's years what old. i'm saying i'm saying uh, he said what he said like if you feel attacked then you were attacked yes that's just basically what it is it's like and you he, will continue to be attacked yeah he said he said he condemns white supremacy or if you're a white supremacist then he's talking to you 
If you're not, then don't worry about it. Yeah. Because I was not worried about it at all. Not I am not a white supremacist. Not at all. Uh, what was your favorite Bernie meme that you saw? Oh, man. So many. Like, yo, like, and they're still coming. My favorite was his face photoshopped onto um, Sharon Stone's body from Basic Instinct. Oh, shit. Did I see that one? When she had her legs crossed and then she opened up her legs. I think my favorite one I saw, like, they, I saw, like, actually, um, I think, John Carter sent this to me too. He sent me one where they photoshopped the top half of his body, like in an arm bar. Oh God! <laughs> and this in an arm bar. So it's, it's like the mitts holding someone's hand, and it's like he's had someone in an arm bar, and it has and the bottom screen is just like Joe Rogan and David David Cormier just like losing their minds. Like that shit had me on the floor. That's probably the best one I've seen. But there have been so many good ones, dog. He went as far as to make a shirt, and now the shirts are going to be, all the proceeds are going to be donated to charity. That's how you, out, that's how you capitalize on an opportunity. That's why, like, Bernie's always going to be just he's gonna tops. Be he's going to be fine. He's going to be tops, man. He's like, going to be just, I just fine. And, like, I get his energy, too. It's like, look, like, look, I, like look, I'm happy we're here, but let's not, like, like let's, not, let's not forget what happened. Like, yeah, I oh, get yeah. I like I get his energy. I get it. So do you see that meme that went around that said like it was a picture of Bernie and he's like, you know, like all bundled up and like he just looks like he does. And so it was like, Bernie, like he's uh he's oh, what the fuck did he say? So like he's gonna go to this thing, but it's not gonna be his whole day. Exactly. Like I'm gonna slide through Joe's thing real quick. <laughs> That's the energy. Yeah. And I get it. It's fine. That should have been him up there. Yeah. Should have been me. <laughs> uh, we often talk about the greatness of women on this show. They're great. But I think we should balance things out by talking about how uh, ridiculous women can also be. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, all about, it's all about nuancing. And I feel that there is no better story to represent that, that ridiculousness than the one we're about to share with you right now. Dateline! Confused, jealous wife stabs husband after seeing her younger self in old photos. A woman stabbed her husband several times after thinking she found photos of him with a younger woman. It turns out that she herself was that other woman. The photo of the couple was taken years ago when they were dating. Authorities from the municipality of Cajeme? Cajeme? Cajeme. Where is that at? Mexico. Okay. Reported that a suspect identified only as Lenora was arrested for wounding her husband, Juan, with a knife after finding several photos on his cell phone. The husband who managed to take the knife from her, explained that the photos were of them back when they were more youthful and slim. Yo. Juan apparently convinced his wife that he had digitized the old snapshots to store on his cell phone. Fortunately for the man, the police arrived at the scene after neighbors heard screaming and sounds of a scuffle. Local media last reported that the woman, the woman was being detained by authorities and pending charges. Okay. Now, I did not think about this until this very moment. What if this man really was cheating on a woman, another woman, that just so happened to have a resemblance to his wife. And he was able to convince her, no, 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 no. This is you. This is you and me. Remember we went to the fucking, the carnival, and we did that thing. We were on the fucking Ferris wheel. But they never went to the Ferris wheel. That would be, a, that would be like fucking, uh, uh, like, like, Majin Buu levels of toxicity. Like That's you like, are Super Saiyan toxic. Yeah, it's like the, the like the Book of Future. Yes. <laughs> Nigilations, 
chapter 5, verse 33. Yeah. And so I says to thee, lie, but do not deceive. And you're just like, what does that even mean? Right. It's like it does not make does not make sense, doesn't have to make sense. It's all about confusion. It's all about confusion. Um, but no, I think that this is a I mean, aside from the fact that she stabbed somebody, which, you know, it's pretty serious. Glad he survived. Glad he survived, but also like what the fuck? My question is is like, okay, if he's in the picture with her as a young and they're younger, like, okay, does he not look because I'm saying they both got older, so what does does he just age poor, way worse than he did? Well, I'll say this: men, not a hundred percent of the time, and this is going to sound like I'm being problematic here, but I'll say this: that men typically age more appropriately than women do. I think it's about like, but I think it's, I think it's about the standards of beauty, though, because I feel like we're allowed to be uglier. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know if we yeah. age better, just like our bar is lower. <laughs> okay. That's a better way to say yeah, it. Yeah. Like that's our bar is lower. We're allowed to get a little heavier. Yeah. It's just expected. We're, we're allowed to get a little grayer. We lose hair. We get and fat. I'll, say, I'll yeah. say this. I will say, I will back this up with proof in looking, look at your uh, local news anchors. Mm-hmm. How many older women news anchors do you see? I mean, you see them like they've been like, but they've been there for like forever. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's like how I'm, many do you see? Not a lot. Name name three. Yeah, you're right. Not a lot. Now name your elderly news men. I think right now we're in, we're kind of in a, I think right now we're in another cycle. We just talked about Larry King. He was fucking eighty seven. Oh, yeah, Larry King, you're right. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I talk about local. I think it's about local. Oh, but. I mean, it could be local. It oh, could yeah, be yeah, yeah, it could yeah, be yeah, national. Yeah. It could be whoever. National. But yeah, chances yeah. are, yeah, no, you're right. The guys at your local news station or even national news station out yeah, are like, older by like twenty years. Than the women, yeah, like Bill O'Reilly, had to like rape someone for he lost his job. You know what I'm saying? Did he rape somebody? I don't think it was rape. I think it was more like just sexual misconduct. Oh gosh, so, like it's not probably not rape, but adjacent. Adjacent, <laughs> rape adjacent. Yeah, rape adjacent. Um, but yeah, I mean, men can age in 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 television as low as they want to. Yeah, it's just uh, our bar is lower. Our bar is lower. Yeah, we You're all right. age the same. It's like you know, we all we all get older. We all get a little bit thicker. Yeah, we all get a little bit grayer. But um, I w- I will say like she probably rec. I mean, she sees this guy every day. You know, so she sees how he ages. So she sees him in these photos. She just thinks like, oh, that's just the way that he looks. Yeah. And like maybe he didn't even get that much heavier. You know, maybe. Yeah, he, may, or maybe he, like maybe he aged well. Like some sometimes some people, some sometimes a clock hits some people a little bit harder than others. And I got to say, I'm looking at this photo of, of this, this woman. She doesn't look bad. Okay. Yeah. She doesn't look bad. She looks kind of good. I mean, I can't see because she has a black bar over her eyes. But <laughs> I mean, if, you, if you're asking me my, my opinion. I think at this point now we we're, we're better at judging people with masks on. Yeah, we are. We're, we're a lot better at that now. We're way way better than that. I'm actually getting to the point where I'm like, um, I think I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty good at it. It's like unless it's like Lena under there mm-hmm. from Mortal Kombat, then it's probably it's, it's gonna be. Which one was the? Is that the one that had like the teeth? Yes, yeah, Melina. That's Melina. Yeah, okay. that's the one that I, that's the one I like. <laughs> She's dangerous. Uh, here in Houston, we're losing uh, a section of our city called Montrose to, um, well, I guess it's gentrification, generally speaking. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, it's not in the traditional sense where you see like 
you know, minorities get moved out, but you yeah. do see like a lot of other things get moved out. The, cult, the culture is being erased. Like, I mean, I, honestly, it's more the LGBT community. Cause the LGBT Ma- community. Yeah, because like that's because Montrose has been. Well, yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a heavily LGBTQ community for a while. I don't know if that necessarily means they're going to be moving out, but a lot of the places that made the Montrose area so fun are getting demolished and closing down. The yeah. latest casualty is the Disco Kroger. The Kroger on the Montrose and, and Westheimer. Yeah. Um, it was 24 hours. So it was already just like you never knew what you were going to see there. Right. Um, and, you know, it was in the heart of Montrose. So you could go there at 3 a.m. after the clubs let out and you don't, there's no telling what you might, who you oh, might run man. into. Um, <laughs> but it's very strange because it's a grocery store. And how often do you see grocery stores closed down? Uh, but the reality is that it's just a high value area that they wanted to build a condominium on. That's true. And it's also Kroger and they suck. Well, yeah, but yeah. you have a little bit of a bias towards them, don't you? I mean, I do, but that doesn't mean I'm wrong. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I, I'll, 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 I'll acknowledge my bias all day. Like, yeah. do I have a personal history of Kroger? Absolutely. But do they also suck? Absolutely. Both of these things can be true. Exactly. You're right. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Disco Kroger. Shout out to the Half Price Brooks that closed down. Um, and it, it's it's looking like we're going to be losing a lot more of the I mean, hopefully Adam and Eve stays around. I don't think they're going anywhere. <laughs> I feel like like I feel like sex shops just kind of have like a steady. It's not a sex shop, Ed. It's an adult <laughs> entertainment store. Like, okay. One thing I'm leaving behind in 2020 is like people telling people acting like my eyes don't work. Like that's that's like I can't do that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like I'm not judging for being sexual. It's fine. Yeah. It's kind of like when they have okay. like tw- call it like 24 hour newsstands. Fine. It's like there's no news here. It's just porn. Fine. Like, yeah, that's all I'm saying. Like it's I'm not I'm not attacking Adam and Eve. Fine. Like, yeah. yeah. The specs also closed over there did know. they yeah which that's okay that's a bad sign because people are always drinking too so i mean if they can't say open i don't know what to tell you well yeah, yeah. I, again i I don't know if it's because they want to build something there but right i mean you know it's just one of those places that you know you you, you, you took for granted every time you drove past it yeah well i didn't like the kroger i never i know you didn't yeah just, you didn't like kroger yeah no fuck them um it's a really it's a really horribly run company Okay. Like it's, all right, all right. No, we're not gonna we're not gonna get into this. We're not gonna, gonna get into it. what? But we we're not gonna Kroger? get. Yeah, we're not gonna get into this. Shit on Kroger? We're not gonna shit on Kroger right now. Why not? Because it's just we're trying to keep the energy uh, positive. It's positive. Fuck Kroger. Like, it's not, it's not, like you could go to H E B or anywhere else. Like, I'm it's, positive. Fuck Kroger. Yeah, it, it's because po- there's still H E B. You you live with you. There's H E B in Houston. I, I love H E B. Exactly. It's amazing. It's a great place. Yeah, so you can just go there. Like there's there there is an H E B next to every Kroger that's probably better than the Kroger that you go to anyway. So it's not I'm not it's not me being negative because you can still get groceries. It's just that Kroger is not great, which is why they're closing Disco Kroger. I bet with H E B they stay open. Disco H E B sounds like fun. Doesn't it? Disco think about a twenty. Think if that was like an H E B. A twenty-four hour heb. Think about that. Like exactly. Here everything's better. It is. They should pay me for that, for real, for real. They, they, you know, let's let's not cut that out. Like we let's could not. possibly get a sponsorship talk from H E B. Talk to that um, Where's Waldo looking dude. We'll talk to him. Yeah. So you, we're not gonna get a sponsorship if you call him Where's Waldo. You're right. I'm, I'm sorry. We're, look, <laughs> we're gonna leave that in. <laughs> um. Okay. So last week our show got hacked by 
a mysterious man named Gerald. And I have it on good authority that Gerald, in addition to being a Jets fan, is also a Mets fan. Because of the Rhymes game? Because of the Rhymes game and the fact that Jets fans, uh, by nature, are losers. Oh, they're masochists. Yeah, so they just like other loser teams. They just like pain. <laughs> so we send this story out to you, Gerald, and all your other like stupid Jets, Mets, Nets fans <laughs> out there. <laughs> the, 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 the all Rhymes. <laughs> the Ets. The Ets family of, of sports Jets, teams. Mets, Nets. Jets, Mets, Nets. Uh, your stupid general manager, Jared Porter, uh, sent some dick pics out to a female um, employee when he was working at the Chicago Cubs. Yeah. And uh, according to um, according to the, the texts, uh, <laughs> it's funny, right? He sent 60. Six zero. More, actually, more than 60. 60 plus. Unanswered texts Un- to this woman. Bro. Dude, we got to have a talk. 60. Okay, so I guess this is going to be a side note question. So how many texts are you sending an answer before you just give up? Two. Yeah. I'm sending one, and if I don't get a holler back, I'll send eyes, or I'll send uh, like three question marks. After that, no mas. I'm saying I, I say three. And the third is a sign off. Third is a sign off. Third is a sign off. Like yep. if there's like if there's like if I'm, I'm shutting this door, is leaving yeah. the door shut. Yeah. Yeah. But three's a three's three's for me. Sixty is like nasty behavior. You are a R-rated villain stalker mode. Mm-hmm. Sixty plus. You are you. Who's the dude from you? Yeah, I forget. I've, um, I don't know. I know his real name. It's oh. Pin Badgley. That's a, that's weird that you know that name, but you don't know his probably very generic character name on the show. Yeah, because it probably just it, it gets lost in the ether. It's like Jeff. It's like, <laughs> right. It's, my name is Jeff. Yeah. Um, but sixty te- unanswered text messages before sending one Wild. final creme de la creme Wild. coup de gras, dick in hand. Not sure if it was flaccid or erect. I think I saw it said it was a wrecked penis. It was a wrecked penis, huh? Yeah, they, they whoever did this story like really Dent, deep, dove deep, dove deep. They're like, we gotta get the we got we gotta get the facts, <laughs> just the facts, ma'am. <laughs> uh, actually, wow, it was actually Mina Kimes and Jeff Passan. Mina Kimes does good work. Mina Kimes. I even heard like I even heard like Jeff Passan like went off on like I think there was like a local reporter that a local um like New York. Like new the store sportscast that like tried to accuse him from having it for four years, mm-hmm. and like Jeff Passan went off. He was just like, "Look, we we're we're, protect, we're 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 being journalists here, yeah, we're protecting our sources, and we're just trying to like make sure that everything is accurate before we report it." So it's like if you're gonna say that we just sat on the story for four years, like you know what the fuck you're talking about. Like he was he he went off, and Jeff Passan is like, I don't know if you've seen Jeff Passan, yeah, like for him to even have that kind of energy is really just weird for me to even see. This is the thing that I don't think people realize about print media in that you can't just write shit nearly willy right and expect to just keep your uh credibility exactly like you have to do your due diligence on this because if you get one story wrong as a reporter yeah that's like you can't get rid of that mark on top of that you you're you're accusing the gm of the new york mets mm-hmm. of sexual misconduct mm-hmm. you have to have your ducks in a row so yeah. like it's so they've been reporting on since 2017 and I get why it took so long to come out because I got to make sure that everything is right. On August 11th, 2016, a day after asking her to meet him at a hotel in Los Angeles, 
Porter sent the woman 17 pictures. The first 15 photos were of the hotel and its restaurants. The 16th photo was the same as an earlier photo of the bulge in the pants. Okay. Wait, the 17th photo was of a bare penis. Now, they didn't specify whether it was his penis, but it was a bare penis. So you think, you think it was catfishing? I mean, look. The thing is, if you're going to send a photo of a fake penis with the intention on sending it to someone who hopes to touch or see your actual penis, you can't uh, you can't false advertise that. I feel like but if you get you get him in the door, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then by that I feel like that's just a really bad setup. No, it's it's, it's 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 horrible, but it's also it's so is sending unsolicited dick pics. Sure. So it's like yeah. so like that that line of like you being a good person has already been crossed. On top of that, though, like if you're sending pictures of the restaurant mm-hmm. and she's still not down, yeah, like it's not that's not gonna happen. Because like if anything, like yeah, because like if I'm sending you like oh we can go to Ruth Chris and you're still not down, like yeah. I'm pretty sure like my like you sending a dick pic is not gonna get you over the look. We know women love food. I'm saying who does everyone loves food. Everyone loves food. If a girl sent me a picture of Ruth Chris, I'm like I'm like where are we where, where if are we a girl at? sent me a picture of a Ruth Chris steakhouse. I'm sending a picture of my penis. <laughs> That's your are, we, if we're, are we both just exchanging things now? Yeah, because it's like it's what fine. we have to offer. Because I can't offer you, Ruth Chris. Yeah, but if you're if you're if you're offering, I am I am also offering. Here's what I'm offering in return. Let me know if you accept this deal. Yes, it could be like a Shark Tank kind of thing. <laughs> I will give you ninety percent of my penis for fifty percent of your dinner. <laughs> Have like a little marquee at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, I'm gonna need a little bit more of your penis for less of my deal yeah. or for less of my dinner, and for that, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I sorry, I just can't give you 100 percent of my penis. I just can't. Yeah, it's... like your thighs are just like so muscular. I just can't get all the way into the. <laughs> The canal there, so you're gonna have to just give me a little bit more wiggle room to work with. Like for him, for that I'm out. For that I'm out. Uh, do you have an education for the week? Um, just I guess we can talk about talk a little bit more about the the setup. Get the setup. Okay, so here's what we are thinking, and if you guys have any feedback on this, we would love to hear it. We would love to hear it because we we value your opinion on the show. You are the reason why this engine goes. So if you have an issue or like a criticism or just some input, please let us know. We're thinking about doing a show, just like the show that it is now, where we talk news of the day, you know, stating our take on various different things. Yes. And then we're going to do a supplemental show, which will come out the following week where we do a little bit more of an interview-style show with a guest. Um, we have a lot of guests. We have a lot of guests lined up yeah. that we wanted to get to last year, but we couldn't because of Rona, though. Because, yeah. <laughs> I hate that, like, you posted that. And it, <laughs> now like, you, can't, you can't hear it? It's always, like, no, it's like whenever I have, like, a video in the feed, it pops back up right, right behind <laughs> it. Like, I was like, but this Rona, though. Like, it always, it's, it's just there. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll watch a video, and then it's, like, it's the other one. It's Rona, though. Like, it happens. Like, I've, it's been like for like the past like two or three months now. This is, is Rona, though. I'm, and I'm not even mad because, like, it is Rona, though. It is still Rona, though. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I can't be mad at that. It's Corona. It's, it's still though. Corona, though. 
Um, but yeah, so we had a lot of guests <laughs> that we wanted to get to um, in the pipeline that just weren't able to happen this year or last year. Um, so that's what the show would be. So it would be one one week we would do just Ed and I, maybe a guest at some point, state and takes, throwing out hot takes like hot cross buns. And then the next week we would do uh, an interview show where we, we talk to a guest. And this way we could record two episodes yeah. in a session with Ed and myself and our guest. And, uh, you know, Ed could use the next weekend. Saving lives. Saving lives. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, I won't call myself a hero, but you can. <laughs> Saving lives, hanging out with his friends, hanging out with his family, hanging out with his girlfriend, and not having to sit in front of a microphone for an hour. Which I, I also I enjoy this, but it's just better for everyone involved. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and it also gives me a little bit of a break too, as far as editing goes. So it's it's kind of nice for both of us. So that's the idea. Um, let us know what you think. If you have any feedback on that, please let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, we want to introduce introduce to you a new segment on our show where um, we're still going to be doing music picks. Um, but this time, instead of adding uh, songs to a playlist and not really talking about it, um, we wanted to give a little bit more focus on an artist or a song um, that we are enjoying at the moment. Now, these may be indie artists. These may be up-and-coming artists. These may be f- super famous artists. It really doesn't matter. Um, it's just what we're fucking with at the moment. Um, and when we're going to be playing the song on our feed on Spotify and on Anchor. So if you're listening to this right now and you're on Apple or Google or anything like that, you're not going to hear the song. Like It's just the way that the legalities of it are set up. I'm sorry. It's not really our doing. It's more Spotify's. But um, <clears throat> if you're listening on Spotify or on Anchor, just keep listening. And then the next thing that you hear, um, if you have autoplay on, will be this song by this artist that we are going to introduce to you now. Ed, what song, which artist are we featuring this week? Uh, the artist I'm featuring and the song I'm featuring is Odyssey. And the song is Contradictions Maze. Okay. Um, Odyssey is a artist that I stumbled onto, I'd say probably in, I want to say 2004 maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a long, and I mean, he's just an artist who, he also does his own productions. He he makes his own beats, um, and he like he's fr- he's from he's from PG County, right? In, in um, DC, Prince George's County. Yeah, that's not DC. That's Maryland. Maryland. Don't please don't make that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> don't yeah, make that. Don't make that mistake. Yeah, I'm, I messed up. <laughs> I messed up. Um, like, but no, he's just a very down to earth. Um, he's not famous, but but like from what I've given, he's he's okay with that. Like, he's not really big and he really should be yeah like the music that he makes is amazing really good stuff and he really could be but i feel like he's okay with not being that big and um yeah he's just really phenomenal like he's probably had one of the best concerts i've been to and it was like eight bucks yeah 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 like he came to houston one time and um it was like like i remember paying eight dollars for the ticket and it was just it was it was i think it was like um i want to say it was kind of like where uh by lucky strike I Um, I i don't know the venue that is right now but would it have been um, I want to say Jet of, Lounge, or maybe maybe House of Blues? Could have been House of Blues. I think it's House of Blues. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I went there and uh, I think I seen him twice in concert, and he's just a great performer. Yeah. Like he he's really appreciative of his fans. He's just. It's one of the very few photos that you have on your Instagram page is you and Amanda and Odyssey. Yeah. 
yeah, he's like I say, he's really he's a really down to earth dude, and he looks amazing. Like even though, like I think like my favorite um, album of his is probably a, uh, it's I think it's probably the Good Fight, mm-hmm. but he has like a lot of like his. I think his like whole albumography is just bulletproof to me. A really cool uh, factoid that I heard about him in an interview once is that he would do a bunch of college shows for free or for like a really cheap rate yeah. where like every other artist was charging out the ass. So he would go and perform at these fraternities and sororities and like Oregon, Oregon and, you know, USC and all the things like that. And as it ends up, a lot of those kids ended up working for like Nike wow, or for Adidas or something like that. But I think in one, in one story in particular, a kid that he performed for at a fraternity ended up working in like advertising or marketing for Nike. Wow. And then they ended up calling him and being like, hey, do you want to put one of your songs in one of our ads? And he was just like, oh, yeah, for sure. Wow. Just off of that strength of that one connection. Because like you said, he's always really cool with his fans. He yeah, always man. takes the time out to talk to people. So that always stuck out to me because, you know, you never know whose connections you might be making just yeah. by doing small little gestures. Yeah. So very cool. All right. So, what's the name of the song again? Contradictions Maze. It's, it's and what the album? What the album is this on? The Good Fight. The Good Fight. It's basically a song like it's just every bar is a contradiction. It's kind of saying like what you want to do and what's happening and how it just like contradicts. Like it's kind of like how you want. It's like there's a line of saying that um, uh, like um, I want to go shake shit, but I got keep my weight down. And it's like it's kind of like. This the confidence you have in your mind is like you want to do this, but you should be doing this. Oh gosh, that's a fucking. I know that story all too well. Yeah, I went and fucking had uh, In and Out yesterday, <laughs> and I regret it. You I, just hate yourself more, but it's like you. But you tell me you want it though. I, it was so delicious, yeah. but at the end of it, I was like, why the fuck did I do that? <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's all about balance, right? It's the beauty of balance. It's the beauty of bank rules. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do. You've gotten all the way to the end here. Yeah. And if you enjoyed it, imagine enjoying yourself like this every week. You could do that if you just hit follow. You really could. Subscribe. It's not that hard. Just a tap. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Twitter. At State Your Take. Tap, tap, tap in. Tap in. Uh, Follow our merch store. Follow our merch store. Go visit our merch store if you want to. You don't have to. But if you want to be cool, you can do that. And then, uh, yeah. Do you have anything else that you want to say to the people? We love most of you. We don't care for the rest of you. Amigator Productions.